Welcome to the Thinking About Podcast, your digital equivalent to late night chats with good friends that keep you thinking. I'm Kirsty, and together we'll join interesting people for deep, meaningful conversations that will help elevate our lives, leave us with actionable outcomes, and keep us thinking for days to come. Welcome back to one more solo episode of the Thinking About Podcast. It is definitely not the end, but this is going to be a deep one. So let's see how we feel about it. Today, we are talking about how to find yourself when everything is overwhelming. And I don't know if you have been in this space lately. Hopefully, by the time it comes out, we're all feeling a little better because maybe it's warmer and nicer out and not winter and things have calmed down a bit. But at this particular moment in time when I'm recording this, Life has felt very hard, and I feel like I'm not the only one feeling that. I've heard it from friends. I'm seeing it on content that people are sharing. It's just life in right now, (laughs) and it's super difficult at times, and it gets overwhelming, and it gets tough, and I am still very much in the process of finding myself again. That would be the way that I would describe it because it's just felt like I've been a little bit off and feeling like myself has been very difficult. So I wanted to go through five things that have helped me that I've either heard or I've talked about on the podcast or have just been testing out and are currently working. And I will preface this by saying I feel like I have this big toolbox of techniques that I like to turn to when I am feeling this way. And it has been feeling lately like it's been really hard to be able to utilize those tools and that they're just not doing what I want them to be doing. So all of that being said, if you are feeling that way right now, I 100% hear you and am in the same kind of vibe. And like, we're doing the best that we can. And I think that that's a number one thing that we need to remember before we even dive into the episode. Like we are here, we are showing up, we are doing what we can. And I think that that's really powerful. And I congratulate us both for that. Anyways, let's dive in to five ways to find yourself when everything seems overwhelming. Number one, recognize your feelings. I am notorious for not doing this until it is way too late. And I say that because the amount of overwhelm that I feel when it finally hits me is like my body literally screaming at the top of its lungs at me. I feel it in my body. I feel so overwhelmed in my head. It's like, I was trying to describe this the other day to Mark, (laughs) my partner, if you don't know that. This is why we're doing solo episodes because now you're going to get to know everything about my life. Anyways, I was describing if you're from the 90s, early 2000s, you know when the shows would just be like, I don't think it was popular mechanics for kids, but like shows that were kind of in that time frame, they would like have this montage where it would just be like so many weird things and like so loud and all of these things flashing, flashing, flashing. And then all of a sudden it was just like, and then it all kind of like went away in the middle of the screen until a blank screen, like someone had turned off the TV. That's kind of what I get to. Like it's like going, 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 and then everything shuts down and it's like this negative energy that I just like cannot escape. But because of that, I then get so stressed out that 
I'm feeling so poorly. And I don't think that that is helpful in the least. So I think I've talked about it before, but if I haven't lately or you haven't heard me talk about it, the impact of recognizing your feelings and letting them be is so much more useful than fighting them. And I think about worrying about specific things. And something that I learned a long time ago was that this is something a therapist said to me once was if you're worrying about something that hasn't happened yet, then you're kind of worrying twice because you're worrying before it happens and then you're worrying while it happens. So I always try to like keep in mind that impact to be like more present, but I also shame myself a lot when it comes to having feelings that are not happy or feeling like I'm not as productive as I could be. That's one that I really struggle with personally. So having a space to actually be like, you know what, right now I'm not doing so hot and that's okay because adding on to the pressure of that, being like, I have to be better. I have to do these things. I have to be so great at it. It makes it so much worse and it just makes it so much harder to get better. So to future me, when I go through this yet again, because I tend to have a cycle, which I'm trying really hard to break, but sometimes it happens to us. Just like take some time, recognize the feelings and accept them. You can't be 100% all the time. You can't be 150% all the time. You literally don't have that much to give. And if you're someone who gives and gives and gives, which I'm currently listening to Set Boundaries, Find Peace, the audiobook, and I'm learning that a lot of my overwhelm is coming from my lack of boundaries and taking on too much. So shout out to Nedra for letting me know. I will put that show in the show notes because it is a life-changing book. But if you are in that space, I think the first step that you can do is understanding that that's where you're at instead of fighting it. I think that that's key. I think that that's how we can start to then make adjustments so that it works. So that's number one some tough love to come in for you at the very beginning. Number two is being okay with letting go. So again, when I am very overwhelmed and not feeling like myself, it's usually because I have overwhelmed my plate, overfilled what I have to do, and I I also feel bad about canceling anything or stepping back or telling someone that I need something because it's just not something that I'm great at. Again, it's a practice. I had a hard time this time around specifically because I'm like, I've been doing all this work and I'm still having to learn these things. And the more people that I have said that to have reminded me that like healing is always going to be a journey. There's always going to be ups and downs. And I think to the point about recognizing your feelings that I was making, it's okay to have the ups and downs. And the more that you accept you're not failing at your healing because you are having a bad moment, I think the better that it can be. But back to being okay with letting go, I also think that there are probably usually things on your plate that you can find a way to let go of or delay or do something. Not always the case, obviously, but I think that there are spaces where you might be able to to cut back a little. So my suggestion would be looking at your calendar. My policy is like, if I can be honest with someone and tell them that like, I just can't do it right now, then that's the case. I will also say that I know that socializing helps me a lot because usually when I get into ruts or funks or whatever you want to call it, it's usually tied to the fact that I never fucking leave the house. (laughs) So it's not true. I do leave the house, but there are days where 
I'm like, oh, it's been a few days. So there are times for being social, but there's also maybe the pressure that you're putting on yourself to finish a deadline at work is not necessary and it's something that's internal. So I think you can take a look at all of the things that you're stressing about. Also dumping everything that's on your brain onto paper or into a journal can be like a good first step of being like, what do I actually have to do today and how can I cut it back? So sometimes what I do is I pick like two things that I need to get done and remind myself that like I am not curing cancer. If I only get two things done in a day, like that is more than okay. And sometimes that means like literally having a shower and having a good sleep. So that is step two. Step three is asking for help. This time specifically, I could not pull myself out of it, as I just mentioned. So asking for help was a big piece. I did that in a few different ways. Personally, I went back to therapy because it had been a minute. Asked for help at things around the house. So I was noticing that like something that was really triggering for me was that we had gotten into a habit of having dinner or snacks later at night. And then because it was late at night, we would like go to bed and then I would have to get up and clean it in the morning. And so I was recognizing like how much that was paining me because I struggle with messy houses. It's just something that I don't vibe with very well. So I literally was like, listen, this is a problem for me. How can we solve this? How can we find something that makes this a little bit easier for me? Because this is something that's like really triggering my entire day. So, and again, normally wouldn't be that big of a deal, but at the time when everything in my brain feels so big and like I can't even see past it, you can ask for some changes. And then like therapy, seeing a friend, talking to your friends about your problems has also been a big thing for me this year is I often shut down and self-isolate when when I'm going through phases like this. So are there places that I can be a little bit more social or like check in with my friends and be like, hey, listen, I'm really struggling right now. Can I just tell you about it? Those have been huge as well. Four is what can you do to make your life easier? So again, something along the lines of the kitchen, and I talked about this in my one-year episode, is we were in the process of moving. I don't think we will be once the set comes out, but we were in the process of moving. Dinner, also very triggering. Like, what are we having for dinner? I was like, I can barely think about what I have to do today or what I have to do right now, let alone what I'm going to do for dinner. So how can I make this a little bit easier? For us, what worked was we got a meal service that I could still keep eating well and not lose my mind planning dinner or groceries or any of the many, many things that go into what that looks like at our house. So are there places that you can make things easier? Are there ways that you can automate things? Can you If you're not feeling like you can do things at the time that you wanted to, but then you get a burst of motivation later, can you schedule emails so that it's a little bit different timing or what I was doing? So I was scheduling emails for like a few hours later because sometimes I was getting very overwhelmed with people responding to me right away. So I was like, oh, I could schedule this in a couple of hours. And then if they respond right away, it's like not as immediate on me. And I don't feel like this one thing that I got done that I've been really trying to push myself to do is gonna like immediately start something new. So that has also been helpful. And then five is do things that you know have worked well. So this one... 
comes with what I said about the toolkit. And I will also say that sometimes it doesn't always work. Sometimes you have to reimagine it. So for me, meditation had been working really well for the last couple of months. But because I was so stuck in my head, I was really struggling with meditation. And I actually brought it up to my therapist. I was like, I feel like I'm doing all the things that I would usually do to feel good. And it's just like not helping me at all. And I'm just spiraling over and over. And she made a really cool point that mindfulness and meditation are two very different things and sometimes when we're overthinking and like in a state of like consistent thought mindfulness is a better approach because you're not creating space for more of your thoughts and and letting them come to life you're actually focusing on something else so I thought that that was really cool shout out to her for that insight but I also have a fear around knowing how bad depression that I have experienced before has been and so I also get scared and I've talked about this on the podcast with guests before is I have this fear that it's going to come back and it's going to come back and I'm going to be sad forever and I'm never going to be able to get out of it and whatever and something else that I have been told before by a therapist is that there's fear around knowing but you also have been in that situation before so this is not always the case and I will fully fully understand that but I will say that you've experienced it before and you've gotten out of it. So maybe there are things that you did in the past that you can bring forward again that can help you move through it. So maybe it is letting someone know. Maybe it's going back to therapy. Maybe it's the lessons that you've learned in the past could even be going back to your journal. Lessons that you've learned in the past that can get you to where you need to be. And another tip that I didn't write down when I was planning this, but I think that it's good to say. So I made a list of like 20 things that make me feel good. And some of them are like going for a walk, leaving the house, listening to a song. There are so many different varieties of things that I wrote down. And I promised myself that even if I didn't feel like it, I would do at least one. And I think for me, when I get into this kind of state, it's just that I'm like overwhelmed. And usually it's because I've been acting like a robot and I haven't been giving myself any time in between doing things for other people. So that list specifically is something that just like helps me remind myself to get back to myself and and putting myself as a priority. And I think that that's important. And then the last bonus part that I'll add, if you are someone who menstruates, understanding your cycle can be really helpful as well, just because you can know the flows of your emotions. This necessarily wasn't connected um, for me personally, but sometimes I notice that like if I'm off for a few days and I'm just like not feeling happy about things and then my period comes and I'm like oh yeah that makes sense so there are times where that can be helpful too that is the quick and dirty version of finding yourself when everything is overwhelming take everything one step at a time be super kind to yourself ask for help if you need it if you need someone to talk to I am always available on Instagram I'll probably respond within 12 hours or 24. We will get through these feelings of overwhelm and we will do it together. I hope that you have a fabulous day and I will talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Thinking About Podcast. I hope it got you thinking and keeps you thinking for days to come. If the episode inspired you, excited you, or gave you something to think about, please feel free to send it to a loved one or a friend. And if you really loved it, you can leave us a rating and review wherever you get your podcast. It helps the show grow. It helps us tell our guests how important they are to you. And of course, it lets you help me know what keeps you thinking so we can bring on amazing guests. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next week.